The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Health Canada saying it's authorized the first use of COVID-19 blood tests in Canada. A statement released yesterday, late yesterday from Health Canada, said that blood tests known as serological tests will be used in Canadian laboratories to, quote, detect antibodies specific to COVID-19. So what does it mean and how does it work? Uh, to find out, we're joined by Dr. Elan Schwartz, who is an associate professor of infectious disease at the University of Alberta's Faculty of Medicine. Dr. Schwartz, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. What are serological tests? Uh, So basically, uh, these are tests that detect antibodies, and antibodies are proteins that the body's immune uh, cells make in defense against different, um, different invaders, whether those are uh, organisms like bacteria or viruses, or in some cases, they can be against uh, inanimate things that, that are like allergens um, that cause allergic reactions. In this case, what we're talking about is uh, the detection of antibodies that are uh, specifically made by the body's immune cells to fight off uh, SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that causes COVID-19. Okay, and so um, if you have been infected then, if you've had um, uh, COVID-19, your body would produce these antibodies and we could tell if you've had it or not and possibly about immunity. Is is that kind of part of this? That's, that's correct, yeah. Um, no, no uh, test is perfect, so uh, <laughs> there is a chance that some individuals aren't producing the the specific antibodies in high enough levels to be detected. So uh, there is, um, you know, a little bit of um, imprecision, uh, but for the most part, yes. Um, the idea is that we would be able to detect if somebody has previously been infected with the virus. So as a researcher, Dr. Schwartz, and what, for what you do for uh, a living, um, if, you, if you take one million blood tests of Canadians over the next couple of years um, and you take a look for antibodies, what does that allow researchers to figure out? How will this help in the fight against uh, COVID-19? So there's two aspects of it. One is the clinical aspect and one is the research aspect. So the clinical aspect is that uh, this test is a diagnostic test, so it can be used to help in the diagnosis of COVID-19. So if somebody is um, feeling unwell, they have um, some symptoms, and if they were to go to a hospital, um, what we have been relying on to date has been Uh, what we call a PCR test, which is a test for the genetic material of the virus. And so they would do either a throat swab or uh, a swab in the the back of the nose. And we would try to detect the uh, presence of the virus uh, directly. Now, um, that virus should be there from the very beginning of the infection, by definition. Um, But as the body starts to fight it off, the body produces these antibodies. And so um, at the very first um, instance of infection, we wouldn't be able to detect these antibodies, but they ramp up over the course of several days. And by about the second week after the initial onset of symptoms, 
the the virus itself may no longer be detectable, but we may be able to detect uh, the antibody. And so that could help us make the diagnosis that the illness that somebody is experiencing is in fact due to COVID-19. So it's another tool in the uh, in the in the armor uh, against um, this uh, uh, this uh, epidemic in terms of making the initial diagnosis, which is really important. The second part is um, from a research perspective, it helps us quite a lot because it helps us have another um, vantage point uh, of the uh, of the infection right now because we only have access to the PCR test. If we can catch individuals when they're uh, initially infected, uh, then we can prove whether or not they had the infection. But some people don't have symptoms, and so they don't present to care. And some people, um, for one reason or another, those initial tests are negative. And so this um, antibody test will allow us to determine on a population level um, how many people and which people and perhaps even um, which individuals that had a shared exposure uh, became infected with uh, COVID-19. And this can be detected well after the illness has, has passed. So it could be a really useful tool uh, to be able to uh, solve the puzzle of how are people being infected, how many of these people are uh, being infected but never display symptoms or display such mild symptoms that it's never diagnosed or attributed to COVID-19 and how many people are uh, protected against further infection. How long do the antibodies stay in the system for? Do you know? So uh, we don't know that yet. Um, as I mentioned, the first signs of the antibody can appear after several days. And uh, with most viral infections, um, there's evidence for at least months or even years of, um, of persistence of these antibodies. But we don't we don't know yet with uh, COVID-19 because, you know, that sort of time hasn't elapsed. So we don't know the sort of dynamics of whether those antibodies start to, to wane after a while. And that has implications um, with regards to whether or not there's the, a risk of reinfection later down the road. You know, with some uh, viruses, you are exposed once and then you're immune for life. And then there's other ones like influenza, for example, that uh, change a little bit over time. And so we have to continually um, be uh, re-inoculated with um, a small amounts of uh, protein from the virus. And, and that's exactly what our uh, seasonal influenza vaccine is, is doing. So we don't know yet how long uh, the antibodies last and um, how, how long we're protected for and whether or not the virus itself is going to change over the course of, of many years that would require um, either a new test or, um, you know, at that point, hopefully we'll have a vaccination, um, but whether it might require a, a, a booster uh, shot, for example. Mm. Interesting. Dr. Schwartz, we're going to have to leave it there for time. Thank you once again for joining me. I appreciate your insight and your expertise on this very much. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah, Dr. Schwartz joining us from the University of Alberta. He is the, uh, a professor of infectious disease there. And again, serological testing has been called the gold standard of understanding the spread of this infection. We'll see how it all unfolds in the days, the months, the years to come.